Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Oh, praise God. Well, welcome back. Wisdom and Stuff podcast. This is Daryl Boucher. And uh, today, uh, I don't know, we'll see how the Lord leads it, but uh, I'd, I'd really like to get into the subject of joy today. And uh, joy, I, you know, joy, of course, is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Um, and when we think of joy, we think of happiness, but happiness is more of a feeling, and joy is a spiritual force. Uh, joy is obviously like I said, it's fruit of the spirit. So it's not a, it's not a fruit of an emotion. It's not just an emotion. Joy is not just happiness based on a circumstance where, where, you know, whatever, we just feel happy because of whatever joy is a spiritual force that we actually steward into the earth. And so joy is happiness is kind of the soulish counterfeit of joy, right? Happiness is based on circumstances. Happiness, you know, comes and goes. Happiness, uh, you know, is, is usually based on whether or not something is, is happening to, to some that that you know is uh, is positive. Joy is a, is eternal. Joy is is obviously a fruit of the spirit. So that means it's as is eternal and unchangeable as God Himself. And so joy is is this is the the reality of you know basically God's attitude all the time. And uh, and it's it's so important that uh, you know it's not just something that's nice to have once in a while. It's not just a nice perk that we get with Christianity. You know what I'm saying? It's not like oh yeah, and I have joy as well. You know, no, he actually lists it as part of the kingdom. He goes, the kingdom of God in in. Romans 14 says, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy is mentioned so many times in the Word of God. It says, at, you know, at his right hand is joy forevermore, that we're supposed to be, you know, we walk in joy, unspeakable, and full of glory. Um, you know, th- there's a joy that is, it says, uh, Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is our strength, right? There's a lot of verses that talk about joy. And it's because it's not just a happy byproduct of being, uh, you know, with God. It's not like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just so happy all the time, and therefore I have joy. No, joy will, you know, obviously will produce uh, the, the, you know, a, a stronger feeling than happiness, but it's, you know, joy is the eternal aspect of uh, what we call happiness is the temporal counterfeit of it. But but joy is a force. Joy is something, it says, of course, in James chapter one, uh, he says, Verse 2, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. Let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect, entire, wanting nothing. So here he says that joy is something, it says we count it all joy. That 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 word count means that we commission it. We actually, we actually c- command it into the atmosphere, okay? We're not commanding it from God. We are just, command- we're just drawing the joy that's on the inside of us because we are filled with the Spirit of God, we're spirit. We're filled with the fruit of the Spirit of God, and and one of those fruits is joy. And so we and and when we're in the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So we have joy on the inside of us. And what we're doing is we're we're commanding it into the atmosphere. So what we're doing when there's various trials and temptations is that we are commanding joy into that atmosphere. And uh, and the thing is, the trials and temptations, though. It tells me in this verse it says count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations or trials or whatever, and so that tells me then that those things, those temptations, those trials, they're trying to attack your joy. They're trying to tell us not to have joy. Okay, 
And and uh, they're trying to convince us that joy is absent of us or that something in the outward realm has to change before we can have joy. And so this scripture is telling us just the opposite. It says, when these bad things happen, you commission joy. You command joy. Because joy is, is literally what's going to be a spiritual force in changing things. Now, we're not commissioning joy to, um, you know, I don't know, like uh, we're not we're not commissioning it just hoping that it's going to change the environment. No, we're commissioning because we're stewarding life into this environment. And we know that where light is, darkness must flee. Right. And so so joy, it, it, the joy, Lord, is our strength. And so once again, if if um, if if if, the, if our joy can be taken from us, then our strength can be taken from us. If our joy is is uh, hinged upon outward circumstances, then our strength is hinged upon outward circumstances. But we know that true joy isn't. True joy comes from the Lord. The, the joy of the Lord is our strength. It's his joy over us. It's his literal joy. How much joy does he have? His infinite joy, his unchangeable uh, joy that literally is unspeakable and full of glory. Joy carries glory with it. Joy is is is. I mean, it is. It can consume your heart to such a point that you don't even know what to do or say anymore. Right? I mean, I. There's been so many times when I've had when joy. No, looks at joy comes as I commission it. Yeah, I don't have to wait. It, 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 he doesn't say. He doesn't say, my brethren, when things bad things happen, pray and pray and pray and pray, and joy might come. Or pray and wait for joy to come. He says, no, you count it all joy. This is in your hands. You are a carrier of the fruit of the Spirit. You're a carrier of the life of God. We're a carrier of the kingdom of God. And so we actually get to carry joy into the situation. But we can't get our eyes off of the kingdom that we're in. And we can't allow those circumstances to distract us from the kingdom that we're in. Or else we will get distracted from joy. Now, I'm sure we've all had situations uh, that have, um, you know, challenged joy in our lives. If I put it that way, and the funny thing is, one of the I just think one of the funny stories that that I, I remember very clearly in my life, it's quite a few years ago. I was uh, this was uh, I was I was teaching. I was administrating the Bible school in Eugene, and we were the school year had wrapped up. And one of the things that I always did, uh, each year after, after graduation was we would have a, um, you know, like, a uh, I don't know, a banquet, I guess, if you want to put it that way, we'd have just a nice, a nice luncheon for people for the, for the, for the, uh, graduates and for their families and stuff. And so we'd have a nice luncheon for people, <coughs> excuse me. And, um, and I do it different ways, different years, just depending on how I was led to do it. But it was just to honor and just to 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 kind of mark, you know, the the time we had together, and just to kind of share, you know, what what had gone on and stuff. And just uh, we sometimes we'd have games and stuff, but whatever, we just do different things. And so this one year we were uh, having, I was having some steaks grilled, and uh, and we we're just gonna have a nice steak luncheon. And so. Uh, it was my job, uh, and I, I appointed myself the position to go get the the rolls for the luncheon. We were going to have some nice rolls from the uh, uh, the whatever the Roadhouse Grill or whatever it was, and they have really good rolls. And so I was going to go get these rolls, and I I was just there like a couple days earlier. I was there having dinner at the steakhouse, and I asked him. I said, "Okay, uh, you know, on Saturday I'm going to need some rolls, and uh, I'm going to." 
I, I just want to know if I need to pre-order, you know, because I was going to need a, you know, I don't know, a few dozen rolls, and I didn't know if I needed to pre-order them so they'd be ready at a certain time. And they, you know, they didn't open till like eleven or something. I was going to want the rolls by eleven thirty or something like this. I don't remember, but uh, but I just told them. I said, okay, here's here's what I'm going to need on Saturday. Do I need to pre-order those, or can I just come and pick them up? And they're like, oh no, that's that's not that many. You know, you can just come and pick them up. Um, they'll be ready to go. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have them up and going by then. So you don't need to pre-order any of them. Okay, okay, cool. That's fine. So I go to, I go to get them. And of course they were not done. They were still cooking rolls that morning. And so they're like, Oh no, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to wait. Our rolls aren't done uh, yet for the morning. And I'm like, okay, uh, you know, once again, this is why I communicated this two days ago was to avoid this very situation. And so here I am though, uh, waiting for these rolls. And, uh, and the funny thing is, is I'm sitting there and, you know, in, in, in the same verse here in James, it says, but let patience have her perfect work that you may perfect entire wanting nothing. Patience is all about how much strength we have as well. Patience and joy are tied together in these two, in these two verses, patience and joy go hand in hand because we know that we can start off with joy, right? But then when we run out of what we call patience of what we call patience, that's when joy starts waning, right? And so, what's funny about it is I'm sitting there, and um, and now I'm 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 having to engage something called patience, and uh, and now the funny thing is that we have in our minds we have an acceptable time period by which things should happen, right? And so they go, oh yeah, our our roles are are finishing up, and and you know how they are, you know, and I'm not saying I'm not I'm not you know painting everything with the same brush, but. Typically in restaurants and stuff, they're usually given like a pat answer to give somebody. They're like, okay, it'll be about 10 minutes. Okay, well, when somebody says it's about 10 minutes, I actually think it's going to be about 10 minutes because I'm a person of my word. And so when I say 10 minutes, I usually mean 10 minutes. Well, you know, in restaurant talk, 10 minutes does not mean 10 minutes. I don't know if you've ever re realized this. 10 minutes means it could take as long as whenever it takes. 10 minutes is like there's no time frame to 10 minutes in restaurant talk. But uh, but I was thinking of normal conversation in my world. So when they said 10 minutes, I thought 10 minutes. So I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, okay, now my, I have an internal clock in my mind that says 10 minutes. It starts ticking, kick, 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 right? And so it's counting down 10 minutes, right? Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I need to get back to this luncheon. You know, we're, we're getting it all prepared. You know, I still had plenty of time, but I still had, I had a schedule I was keeping to and da, 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 da. And so here I am, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And, um, and there's, uh, you know, all, all these workers, you know, employees going back and forth, just passing me as I'm sitting there, whatever. And uh, and so 10 minutes goes by, uh, nothing happens. You know, more minutes goes by, 50 minutes, 20 minutes goes by, nothing happens. And the thing is, there's also, you know, now, now the, the 10 minutes has expired, long since expired. And now... I find myself because I have not allowed patience to have her perfect work. <laughs> now I am past that point where I, now I have abandoned patience. And now because I've abandoned patience, I've also abandoned joy. And now I'm, I'm just kind of getting perturbed, right? Cause I'm thinking, uh, I was here just two days ago. I clearly communicated what I was going to want and when I was going to want it. And they said, no problem and blah, blah, blah. And so my mind is like, ah, you know? <laughs> and so anyway, more time goes by. And, uh, and so uh, whatever, it's been like 25 minutes now. I don't remember it is something like that. Let's just pretend it was 25 minutes. And although it didn't feel like 25 minutes, it felt like an hour and a half, you know? And so, but I'm, I'm like, you know, getting kind of, you know, 
irritated and I am, you know, not patient at this point in time at all because the acceptable time has has expired. And in our minds, we typically we think we have patience, but we don't really have patience until the time has expired, right? And so we think we have patience up until a, per, a certain time. That's not true. Patience is not even accessible until after that time has expired. Now, I can't get into patience right now, but I love patience so much. But I, what I think is so funny is how many times we'll think, well, I had patience up until then. No, you never had patience. You, patience does not exist until that time is expired. That's when the force of patience is available to us, praise God. I don't need patience until the clock has expired in my mind of acceptable, you know, what's acceptable to my time frame. So anyway, so I'm sitting there. I've never actually had patience, but I, I'm sitting there. I'm starting to get irritated. And there's absolutely no communication because once again, if somebody were just to come out and communicate with me and say, okay, you know, they're, they're, they're in the oven, they have another five minutes or they have another 10 minutes. Even if they were to say they had another 15 minutes, that would reset my clock, right? Communication is awesome because it resets your clock. It actually says, okay, it's not what I wanted, but at least I know, at least there's an end in sight. At least there's the light at the end of the tunnel type of a thing, right? And so, uh, communication resets your clock, the lack of communication Oh man, you know, it really it starts to press on things, right? It starts to push buttons without communication. And so here I am. I am uh uh sitting there waiting for rolls and I don't know, whatever how many long has gone by, 17 minutes or something like this has gone by now, and I haven't had any communication, and I'm thinking about the luncheon that I have I have a lot more to do to, to prepare for and it's coming up and blah 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 blah. And so here I am. I'm getting a little irritated, right, to say the least. And I'm not a volatile individual, but I'm getting irritated. And uh, and then so the funny thing is I'm sitting there and th then I just be like, you know what? It's not doing me any good to think about these roles. That's not going to make them produce magically. Uh, so why don't I just start, you know, just thanking God for the day? Because honestly, that day was such a happy day. Um, it was it was such a good day. You know, everybody was so excited about about the luncheon, about getting together. People were having a great time already. People were there preparing food, and they were just and they were just enjoying their day. And here I am sitting at a steakhouse, not enjoying my day. <laughs> so now here I am going. Okay, let's just spend a day on the Lord a little bit. Let's just give Him some glory. Let's just this is the day the Lord has made. Let's let's rejoice and be glad in it. Right? The Word says to do that because that's still our choice. We get to choose to be glad in things. We get to choose to to allow our our understanding of what's going on to be coming from heaven instead of from the earth. And so I just begin to just rejoice, you know, in the Lord purposely, you know, and, and this is so important to do, right? To to stir up the joy of the Lord, to stir those things up, just to, you know, and of course our pastor in Eugene, you know, he used to talk about stories of 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 you know when when you just be sitting there and and things would just not look that good and you just have to start saying, Man, joy, 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 <laughs> you know, because it's on the inside of you. You gotta stir it up sometimes. It's been covered up by a bunch of junk. And so here I'm sitting on this bench at a steakhouse house and I, I started just rejoicing and then I realized right away I go man you just let dinner rolls take your strength from you you let dinner rolls take your strength man that your strength is no stronger than a dinner roll that's pretty stinking sad and I begin to laugh at myself just going oh that is so sad that here I am you know I'm the administrator of this bible school I I'm, I've been teaching people doing all this other stuff and and my strength level is no stronger than a dinner roll come on right and so I just began laughing and I'm just like rejoicing and and I literally I, I changed my attitude I changed it totally I didn't have the dinner rolls in front of me I 
wasn't at the luncheon yet. I was still at the, I was still on the same bench in the same position, still with no communication. And yet now I went from being kind of irritated to being genuinely joyful, genuinely strong. And, uh, and I'm like, man, I'm good because it doesn't matter. God is still God. Jesus, these dinner rolls did not, did not take Jesus off the throne, right? Jesus' blood is still stronger than the dinner roll. Glory to God. And what we have to realize is, is I don't need, you know, I don't need, you know, the situation to change for me to walk in strength. The strength that I have, the strength to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, the strength that he has, the DNA of his strength is so much higher than this world that I don't need the world to adjust for me to walk in strength. I walk in a strength that's so much higher than the world that I carry that strength into every situation. And I'm using a very, a very small example of dinner rolls, of course. And I know that people go through, you know, you know, very, very hard things in life. And I know that certain situations look, look so, you know, just devastating. I know there's crisis and there's trauma and there's different things that happen. That's why he says there's various trials and temptations and tribulations. But we need to realize that none of those things are stronger than the Lord. None of those things are. And if, if that's true, which we will acknowledge that we, you know, we'll, will agree that none of those things are stronger than the Lord, then what we need to do is we need to act that way. We need to literally act like, okay, can I then impart something into this place that looks like strength? Can I impart something into this place that is not, um, you know, is, is not being defined by the circumstance? Because the circumstance that will try to define whether or not we're in strife or fear or anxiety or just, you know, being anxious about something like I was kind of getting anxious about the timing of the luncheon and everything else. Now, the thing is, I adjusted my adjusted my attitude. I sat there, had a great time. I'm just, you know, just rejoicing in the Lord and having an awesome time. And um, and I walked out of that that place now within the next few minutes they walked out with my bag of dinner rolls right i mean it was just i mean just within the next probably i don't know three or four minutes they walked out with some dinner rolls and uh and i got back in my car and man i was just i was on just cloud nine i was just i was just doing so well because i had chosen to realize i was stewarding strength I was the steward of joy. I wasn't waiting for joy. I wasn't waiting for joy to come. I was stewarding it. And and here it says, let patience have her perfect work. The, the See, the, the, the enemy never knows what we're going to do in any given situation. He's not omniscient. He doesn't know the future. He doesn't know what's, he's not, he doesn't know what I'm about to say right now, right? Jesus is Lord. That's what I'm about to say. Praise God. Now, understand that, 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 um, that uh, he doesn't know what's about to happen. All he all he does is he rolls the dice every time he puts a, a temptation or a trial in our life. He he rolls the dice and he doesn't know whether or not we're going to count it all joy, whether or not we're going to let patience have a perfect work, or whether or not we're going to succumb to the the situation. Whether or not we're going to and and you know what I know I man I know people can get in such condemnation because they're like oh you know I really I just I mean I just let something get to me. Well move on for. Give yourself, repent, and move on. And and next time, just realize there are buttons that get pushed that are the same as all. I mean, there's the, the the chances are the same thing that tries to attack you now is the same thing that attacked you ten years ago, five years ago, two weeks ago. Because if it still works today, it's it's what started working years ago, and the devil hasn't changed it because it's still working. So if it's still working, it's because it's always worked. Sometimes it's just good to go back and analyze, what is it that pushes my buttons? I shouldn't even have a button to push. I, I should be buttonless, right? I should have no buttons. But 
if I still have a button, it's because I've allowed something to create a pattern in my life, a cycle in my life of, of you know, this this certain thing happens, it, it exposes an insecurity or it exposes anxiety or exposes a fear or a distrust that I have of the Lord or of, of something, and then suddenly I it goes it, it sends me into this place where I'm in anxiety or fear or, or crisis mode or something like this. And and I looks at I'm not I'm not saying that that the circumstance isn't bad. I'm just saying God is better, and we are in seated with Him in heavenly places. Praise God. And so, so when 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 we begin to identify patterns, we need to realize the devil he's he's rolling the dice. He doesn't know if you are going to this time count it all joy. He doesn't know. He doesn't know if this time you're going to let patience have a perfect work. Because if you do, if you let joy just begin to come out of you, if you begin to steward joy and you begin to say, you know what? I know I'm feeling this right. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling oppressed. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling fearful. You can, you can admit what you're feeling. And then there has to be a, but but the joy of the Lord is my strength, but I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might, but the spirit of God is on the inside of me, but I'm seen with him in heavenly places. You have to start getting the word in there and saying, I might be feeling these things, but here's what's here's what the truth is. Sadly, what happens most of the time is Christians do it the opposite. They're like, oh yeah, I know the word says this, but here's how I feel. And so they, they do the opposite. They, they, they will mentally acknowledge the word, but then they allow their heart to identify with the negative. And what we need to do is, if you want to literally say, a fact is, I feel this way, but here's who I really am. I am a child of the living God. I am a king and priest on the earth. I am a steward of the most high God. Praise God. I am the head, not the tail. I am above only and not beneath. I am more than a conqueror. Praise God. I am loved by my by the almighty. Glory to God. I, 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 God is my shield and my buckler and my strengthener and my reward. You see, we have, to, we have to stir ourselves up and let joy come into that situation. Now, when we do that, that's what allows patience to have her perfect work. And then it says that we may be perfect and tire wanting nothing. That means that we come out of that situation and we disarmed the very thing that, that used to work all the time. It may have worked the last 10 years. It may have worked the last 20 years in our life. But then when we actually count it all joy, it totally disarms it. And if we, if we walk in victory over it once, we'll walk in victory over it every time. We have the opportunity because we know what that victory tastes like. And so we can disarm the tools of the enemy that have been, you know, habitually destructive in our lives simply by counting it all joy, simply by letting patience have a perfect work. Simply, and like I said, patience isn't waiting for something. Patience is, 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 is knowing that I'm just as strong now. You know, I'm just as strong when I sat down on that bench as I was 15 or 20 minutes after a half hour. I could sit on that bench for three hours waiting for those rolls, and I'm just as strong because that bench and those rolls have nothing to do with my strength. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might, and I, I detach my strength from temporal things, and I actually draw from the heavenly uh, DNA of strength that I have on the inside of me, and that's when I begin to become a steward of it in the environment. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you for just show us. Lord God, even today, just how we can just infuse strength into every situation. How can we, we can infuse joy into every situation? How we can stir up that joy. Let it come out of our mouth. That we can rejoice in the Lord, and Father God, in the power of your might that is strengthening us right now. We just thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.